Hello there, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Jay. I'm one of the co-founders at Imagine Insights. And I'm here, as always, with our community strategy lead, Nick. And I'm also here with Soraya Pillay, one of our most engaged Gen Z community members. And I absolutely love it. We're really, really happy to have you here, Soraya. Welcome to our podcast, Imagine This, the podcast for all things Gen Z. If you want to know more about Gen Z, then join us for our under 20-minute monthly podcast where we'll discuss what matters to Gen Z, how they think, and the incredible impact they are having on society. Before we get started, though, I just wanted to let you guys know that we pay our Gen Z community for every single insight that they provide to one of our clients, one of our brands. So to pay more Gen Z and be the best at what we do, we really, really need this podcast to grow. And it's actually super easy for you to help out. All you need to do is if you're on Apple, then subscribe to the podcast. If you're on Spotify, then follow the podcast. And by simply doing that one simple action, you're enabling us to pay more Gen Z. So we really, really appreciate you. Amazing. So today in our 15th episode, we'll give our brutally honest views on cryptocurrency. And we're joined by Sarayak who is interestingly actually the person with the highest challenger streak in our community. So he's been a community member for a while and has taken part in many different briefs, has really helped us out as really an integral part of our community, actually. Um, so Soraya, firstly, how are you? And um, tell us a bit about yourself. And also, I'm going to ask in a bit, what was your favorite brief that you took part in at Imagine Insights? Yeah, so I'm Soraya. I study at King's College London. I'm doing my second year of business management. And yeah, my exam just finished a week ago, so I'm, right now I'm not doing much except for an internship. And about my favorite brief, I think everyone remembers the Doritos brief that we did with the face swapping thing. I think that was my favorite yes. because it's, it's something new. I've never seen anything like it before. And I think you also told me that our responses actually made them like either like take down the campaign or change it. And that really showed me that whatever we and our responses actually matter to the company and they're just not doing whatever they want to do. Love that. No, that's actually, that's great. And to be fair, I think we all in the company actually remember that brief and it was it was actually a really important brief actually for what, what we're doing and and just going back on on for your exams, I hope uh, hope the exam went well because I know I know the struggle and I know everyone else uh, listening probably remembers the struggle of, of exams. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that's, that's gone well, hopefully. But yeah, um, Jay's going to now um, go on to the topics. Yeah, man. So uh, we appreciate you being here with us, dude. Um, so this topic we were talking about and we're going to kick off with is cryptocurrency. This is something that obviously you guys know a lot about, um, as in you guys on the podcast and the audience may know about as well. I personally don't really have a clue and people always ask me to invest in it. I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm here to listen and be educated, which I'm excited about. So it's a topic that you really can't get away with. Um, even if you don't know what crypto is, you've definitely heard something about it. Um, so we thought to ourselves, you know what, let's go to our Gen Z community and see what they think about cryptocurrency. So we are Ask them, are they um are they optimistic about cryptocurrency investment? And imagine this: only thirty percent of our community said they were optimistic, which is super interesting to me personally because I actually thought it was going to be much higher than that. I thought a lot of them were going to be, I think, going to be at least sixty or seventy percent were optimistic about it. But only thirty percent of our Gen Z community said they were optimistic about cryptocurrency. So we're going to kick off straight into the questions. We're going to dive in. I'm actually going to come to you first, Sarah. Um. What do you think about the rise of cryptocurrency? I think the rise, although it may seem very fast and quick and out of nowhere, it's actually been a thing for a very long time. 
And the initial stages of it were very slow because people never really trusted it. People didn't know what it was and it wasn't as big. And I think in the past two to three years, it's just skyrocketed and it's been very instant, which which leads to the answer as to why it's so hyped up, why everybody knows about it. Yeah, for sure. I definitely think it's a, I'm, I was listening to a podcast a little while back and one of the guys said he's actually, he's been investing in crypto for years and years and years. And he was like one of those people that he's like, you could call a crap. Everybody was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you need to get Bitcoin. You need to get this Bitcoin. And people were just like, what are you on about? And now obviously he's absolutely killing it and is quote unquote a crypto millionaire. Um, But it's, yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. What about you, Nick? What do you think? Yeah, I think, because actually I thought it'd only been around for 10 years so that's actually that's news to me maybe i'm just i'm, I'm not really sure about it. and like jay was saying earlier um i'm obviously still learning about all this kind of this crypto world and this crypto mania that's that's going on in the world at the moment i think with crypto it's really going hand in hand with how everything is becoming so much more digital nowadays so you know there's been such a rapid change with in the world with with everything becoming digitized and and um so it does make sense that there is this crypto uh, or cryptocurrency coming into, into into place and people really kind of maybe either getting on board or, you know, there's two ends of the spectrum. You've got either someone that's, you know, people that are really invested in it, really passionate about it. And then you've got the complete other side where people are just a bit skeptical, not too sure. But I think that it is, again, you know, like I say, with, with many different things, it's interesting because it's something mm. now it's um, decentralized. Mm. It's on the blockchain. No one is, is kind of monitoring. There's no regulation. So, I do understand. And also it'll be interesting um, in a bit to, to, to speak about kind of Gen Z's thoughts on it and why actually are, are Gen Z really getting involved with cryptocurrency and why maybe uh, older generations um, are not as much on board. And maybe that's a generalization. I'm not sure. So it'd be actually interesting to ask you, Jay. Yeah. Um, your thoughts and obviously i'm not saying i'm Bro, not saying, saying i'm not... old guys you're saying i'm old <laughs> you heard it here first nick is saying i'm old <laughs> as a as a young 30 year old <laughs> are you what are your thoughts on on cryptocurrency and, yeah. and and its rise essentially yeah i think it's interesting i think the so my my second eldest brother he's obsessed with crypto and i remember him maybe like i want to say like seven eight maybe nine years ago him coming to me being like bro you need to invest in crypto get yourself some crypto and i remember just being like but my brother's also the person that's like got crazy conspiracy theories a lot of the time so i was like if it's coming from him i'm not too sure if um if it's a reliable source um and as much as i love him he always comes to me with these with, with these different ideas that he has and so i was kind of like nah, i'm not too sure i don't think it's really my vibe um but it turns out he was right he wasn't as crazy as i as, as, as i thought and he's actually he knew more about it than than i did so as i've begin to invest begun to investigate it i definitely think there's a there's a warrant to it one of the things that makes me a little bit nervous is the fluctuations in the um in in its price because I always look at it and go wow okay so it fluctuates from from the highest highs to the lowest lows within moments and I definitely think that will balance out over the years but I definitely as an investment personally for me I have I've put a little bit into crypto but that was just because my boys were just like yo you need to put something into crypto so I took a few hundred pounds and put it in and I actually lost my password to my Coinbase so I need to actually get back into my Coinbase so how, that's literally how much I care about it but then I'm speaking to a lot of my friends. One of my boys um, is actually my brother-in-law. He's always like, bro, I put so much money into crypto, so much money into crypto. And the other week, there was a massive crash. I was like, yo, how's your crypto doing? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and it's so funny because he was like, he was like the biggest advocate I know for crypto. And then he was kind of unsure about talking about it. But I definitely think it actually leads me on to my next question. 
So, right, what are your thoughts on the skepticism surrounding crypto? What do you think about that skepticism that surrounds it? I think it's very it's very valid to have skepticism towards crypto because it's decentralized and there is no regulatory authority watching over the currency. When you have actual currency, like in different countries, you have the government backing it up, the central bank have, having a resource for it. But when it's crypto, it's just on the blockchain. Nobody has any sort of guarantee that it'll maintain its value or drop it. And I think the skepticism it itself is is supported by two major things. First one, like last week's podcast, you guys were talking about hype culture, right? And crypto is one of the things that was part of this hype culture because there's so much hype. That's when people started investing in it. And the second thing is that crypto is very based off of speculation and very like big players in the in the crypto market. If they either send a tweet or even mention a currency, it's bound to go up in value. And if they pull out, everybody else also pulls out. So it's very, very like not stable. And that's why I think the skepticism is valid. Yeah, for sure. I really I really find it interesting when you're saying like say for example when Elon Elon puts a tweet out and it can just tank or mm. or make it can make or break a, a a crypto. And I definitely think there's a I know in the States they're trying to put a lot more regulations around regulations around crypto. I even saw in Canada that during the um the riots when not the riots, forgive me, that's not right. When the when there was the um the truck drivers um, were being backed up by Canadians. The Canadians were saying, "Hey, we're not gonna." Um, w- what was happening there? Um, the Canadian government were actually um freezing. From what I understood, they were freezing people's um monetary assets in their bank accounts, but also trying to freeze their crypto. And I think it's crazy that the that the government's trying to get in on something that was designed to be outside of that space. And I think it's it's. I actually heard of a, a podcast of this billionaire who's he's put like X percent of his net worth into crypto, and he was just like. For me, it's the future, um, and that will come onto our second question, onto our last question in a second. But Nick, what, what do you think about the criticism, the the skepticism, sorry, around crypto? Mix up the two words there. Well, I think that so I'm def I'm part of that kind of that group of people. If it's a kind of like a clan or whatever you want to call it, but I'm definitely part of the the skepticism. I can see that w- the potential where you know, and I, I understand people's thought processes with it. But yeah, I think a bit like what Soraya said earlier, it's that volatility with with cryptocurrencies how the the like you said as well the highs are really high the lows are really low i get that with gen z you can ride that out a lot easier because you're not having to feed a family so you know you can invest invest money into crypto and if you lose it at 25 years old it's not like if you were to lose a lot of money when you're 40 and you're supporting your two kids that are doing whatever they're doing so that is that is something that i'm yeah skeptical about obviously the fact that it's not it's not governed that's also something that is a little bit worrying but then also i understand that people think that kind of the institution at the moment of mm. the way banks with mm. with loans and everything is very archaic and people want to actually um take ownership of their own money and i know that with with crypto you don't have to for example if you want to if you want to pay someone 1 million not that i've got 1 million but if you want to pay someone 1 million through crypto that's just done with a click of a button mm. If you're doing that through the bank, I was listening to um, to some a podcast, and they were saying that you have to go through paperwork upon paperwork, and yeah. it, it's my money. So why why are you telling why are you basically um, making me go through paperwork when it's my own money? Yeah. Um, so I think it is, yeah, there is skepticism there. I see the potential, but also I think it's it is something we should we should maybe touch upon that it's it's a bit worrying how everyone jumps on on this this hype train of things with yeah. cryptocurrency now because there's no governing body. 
where are you getting your information? It's through TikTok, it's through social media. And mm-hmm. social media is great in terms of really opening loads of doors to everything where you can, you know, there's information at your fingertips now, you know, not yeah. like before where you had to have a book and read for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But now you're hearing people saying, oh, um, invest in this crypto coin, you'll be a billionaire, a millionaire tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and you've got people on, you know, that are 17 that have made a lot of money on, on, on crypto. But is this just a rare case? And are yeah. they trying to sell it to the world to push forward their their um their coin or whatever they're investing in yeah it's 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 difficult at the moment to to know where to sit and um i think personally for me yeah i, I at the moment i'm not f- fully on board with it but mm. i think i need to actually educate myself yeah just like with everything yeah for sure i definitely think there's a there's a really cu- couple of interesting points in that and i think the the first one is is both of you made the point about the hype and i definitely think there's a there's a hype around it when you go on and tiktok i'm not on instagram but when i'm on tiktok it's just like there is so much hype around certain coins. And I definitely agree. If I was going to release a coin, I would just create a massive amount of TikTok content and, and talk about how my coin's amazing and it's changed my life. Because then you can get people, it's a very easy way. It's almost just like having your own merch. It's a very easy way of making that happen. And I definitely know that you had the, the ICOs, which is just like initial coin offerings and all these different things are happening where people were raising massive amounts of money um, via crypto and then disappearing off the face of the earth. And I even heard of, um, there was a crypto, um, I think, it, again, I'm going after the Canadians, but there was, a, there was a Canadian founder who started a crypto exchange and basically had this crypto exchange and it turned out it was all lies and people would think they were transferring money and it was all good and it wasn't. He was basically siphoning off this money into his own account. And then apparently he quote unquote died in India of some kind of illness um, but it disappeared off the face of the earth. But there's like massive conspiracy theories going around that he's just living somewhere in, in the, the world. Bahamas, just yeah, <laughs> just living his best life and he just robbed that. But because it's not um, governed, it's easy for that to happen. But on the flip side of that, I also look at the internet in the in the first, like the original Wild West days of the internet when it first started. And all of some of the greatest companies in the world were built off the fact that people were terrified of using the internet. When people first started using credit cards internet, people were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're a mad person. But now you look, I literally pay everything via the internet so it's wild to me that that was like that back then and then maybe in 20 or 30 years we're gonna look back and be like those people that initially got in they're changing the world now and they're the billionaires they're the trillionaires that have all this money to go with see that's that's one thing i've actually thought about before which was is one day my kids gonna ask me why why did you not invest in crypto it was so obvious Yeah, yeah but it's you've got to put yourself in the shoes right now yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's hard to get and it's the people that are the risk takers that you know you can lose everything but they can also gain everything as well yeah. so it's but then that's why not everyone yeah. wins at yeah. <laughs> making money that's, that's the whole point <laughs> no everybody wins at life no it's perfect all right on to our last question um nick i'm actually gonna start with you what do you think the future of crypto is so i think like we've mentioned already um there's definitely going to be a future for crypto i think that governments and kind of uh, international bodies are definitely going to try and integrate themselves and to get a piece of the pie and to make sure that they they regulate it and and i think eventually they are going to have to kind of onboard um cryptocurrency and make it a part of and there are countries or states that are already already doing this um there was actually an example that i saw of the el salvador president um he's actually in plans and he's actually put a plan together of creating a bitcoin city um in the gulf of fonseca so that's going to be interesting where you know there's not going to be any property opportunities there's not going to be any income no taxes it will just be everything kind of bitcoin and also um 
yeah, it's interesting that someone's actually going to make a city a Bitcoin city. That's that's <laughs> baffling to me. But yeah, in terms of with with cryptocurrency, I think people are definitely going to get more on board, and it's going to be a snowball effect. More people, the more people get involved, and they hear their friends, their family getting involved, it more people as as a result are going to and you know through referrals and people you know personal referrals, people are mm. going to kind of get on board with it. I think with crypto, you're either all in or you're not. Yeah, for and. Sure. That is a little bit of a scary thought because I don't really want to get to a point where daily I'm checking yeah, oh, what yeah. is the market saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think in the future for young people, I think a lot of people are going to kind of dabble in it. But I think once it becomes more, um, there's more regulations, yeah. more mainstream, I think people are going to be less skeptical about yeah. it and it will be a part of our society. I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. But in our lifetime, it's definitely going to be um, yeah. maybe even the main form of payment. Who knows? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I know Gucci have now started accepting crypto. What about what about you, Shrey? Um What do you think the future of crypto is? Um, I agree with uh, you guys when you say it's never going to die down, or at least not in the near future. I think right now, although the market's in a slump, eventually it's going to come back up. But the skepticism is going to take a while to go away. So it's either, I think another government or a huge government or a country use scriptures and rent currency and kind of establishes it that may get some validity to into the system or maybe uh maybe other enterprises so for example now that the metaverse is a thing and people are investing into that the metaverse is also something on the blockchain and a lot of the metaverse games and uh, apps use cryptocurrency as their main source of just transactions and when it's backed up by things like that, I think it kind of gives it more legitimacy for people to believe in it. And a company like Facebook, when they have all of this power and influence and customer loyalty, if they can, if they can just improve how much crypto like uh, is implemented within their systems, within the metaverse and things like that, I think that could also bring it up. And another thing is a lot of the uh, new and upcoming things such as NFTs and things like that are also backed mm. up by cryptocurrency. So when new and very radical innovation things are coming up, I think when they're supported by crypto, that again, keeps the name in the system and keeps people talking about it. Yeah, love that, man. It's such such a good point. And I, I definitely agree with both of you. I think the, the future is bright. I definitely think people are going to be investing a lot more into crypto. And I um, I'm with both of you guys. Soraya, my last question actually for you. Um, what crypto coins have you invested in? So initially, I think back in, back when I was in high school, I think Bitcoin was like the thing because that was the most expensive one. So I had some Bitcoin, Ethereum, Gala, uh, XRP, and things like that. And when the Dogecoin hype was going around, I was like, okay, might as well just put some money into it and see where it goes and i was just i was just able to pull out right in time to make a profit out of it but a lot of my friends did not like oh, did no. not end up well after that and even even before the podcast i was just thinking oh maybe maybe let me just ask my friends what do they think about crypto now after like the past two weeks of the market crashing and everyone's like yeah i pulled out like i couldn't like it just crashed really hard so i can see them kind of losing trust in it but when maybe elon's gonna tweet and then everything's going to go back up and everyone's going to get back into it. <laughs> Love that, man. A great way to end the episode. Thank you so much, um, Soraya, for joining Nick and I on the podcast. Um, I'm definitely sure we'll have you on again because you were saying you're interested in AI and stuff. So we're glad to have you. A great conversation. As always, we could have gone on for longer, but 
like we like to say, we keep the podcast for under 20 minutes. If you listen to it on 2X, you can do it in 10 minutes, which is wonderful. So that's it. Thank you for listening to our 15th episode of Imagine This. Our mission at Imagine Insights is to help Gen Z to shape their future. And realistically, we know the best way for them to do that is with brands because brands are shaping countries and culture like governments only wished they could do. So we enable brands to crowdsource qualitative or quantitative insight from our Gen Z community within 72 hours. So if you'd like to hear more about that, then please feel free to reach out to myself or Nick or one of the team. And if you just want to listen to the podcast, please feel free to like, subscribe, share, do all of that good stuff. Thank you again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.